Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Listen, listen.
Baby, You're the One for Me, written by my dear friend Ursa Watts Hicks. Uh, that is not her singing. That is, in fact, I need, I'm going to need her to remind me of who that was singing. Uh, let me just say that my friend is an honors graduate of the State of University of New York, uh, the college at Old Westbury, with a degree in business administration. She's a participant of the Hurston Wright Foundation Advanced Novel Workshop, as well as uh, a fellow of the North Country Institute and Retreat for Writers of Color. She has studied under renowned authors Grace F. Edwards, Valerie Wilson Wesley, Cherie Renee Joseph, Marie Elena John, and Bernice Hemingway Book. Uh, I'm sorry, Denise Hemingway. Um, I need my glasses. Uh, but <laughs> she is also um, a member of the African America's Writers Organization, whose roster of professional writers include Paul Robeson, Maya Angelou, Grace Edwards, Terry McMillan, Ozzie Davis, Ruby D, Valerie Wilson Wesley, Walter Dean Myers, and John Oliver Killens, and a whole bunch more I can say about my sister. But what I, one thing I can say is that she's vigilant. She has a lot of tenacity, and she never says die. My dear friend, <laughs> Eartha Hicks, how are you? I am fine. How are you? I'm doing very well. It's been so long that I've known you, and uh, I'm so glad to have you here on the program to talk about yourself and the projects uh, that you've been working on. Tell us. We're going to get right into it. Tell us about that song first. Baby, you're the one for me. Okay, uh, Baby, You're the Only One for Me. I uh, probably wrote that originally in 1995, uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it was a, a process in getting it all recorded, and it, it just sort of fell in line with the storyline of the novel, Love Changes, along with a few other songs. So that's the first release for the companion music soundtrack. Uh-huh. Where did you grow up? In the Bronx. Actually, oh. um... Yeah, I, I grew up in the Bronx. I uh, used to live in the projects, actually. Millbrook Projects is where I grew up, and then I moved to Mitchell's, which was down the street from Millbrook. Mm. Mm, that's interesting. I didn't know you were came from there. So how did it all start? How did you actually get into uh, writing? Because you do write songs, and you do, uh, with the book that you have, you're also uh, one that can write novels and everything. But how did it start as far as being interested in in writing? Well, I would say it originally, well, as, as a child uh, of about maybe nine, I used to read like a lot of different authors, and my favorite author at the time was um, Edgar Allan Poe. Mm. So I had read his whole collection when I was like nine years old. And uh, uh, a little bit later, when I was about maybe 12, I was accepted into uh, a very special program for, for gifted kids called uh De La Salle Academy, which was run out of a Immaculate Conception in the Bronx, mm-hmm. and it was there that I took poetry and journal writing, mm. which were the first two writing classes that I'd ever taken. Right. Wow, interesting. And how did it move into? Uh, now, which did you start doing first? Did you start wanting to write songs, or did you start wanting to write novels? Um, I started writing poetry first. Okay. And then in the 80s, you know, uh, me and a group of friends 
experimented with starting our own rap group, and as part of the rap group, I had written a series of songs, uh, love songs from a 13-year-old. So you can imagine how imaginative I was at that age. Now, what was your... What was your role in the group? Did you rap or did you just write? I did both. I rapped and I also wrote songs. I didn't sing the songs, but I wrote the songs that the girls sang. <laughs> you didn't sing the songs, huh? No, That's I didn't an inside sing the joke. That's an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did it move from from the rap group into getting, uh, I would say, probably more serious into the writing? Well, I remember somewhere around maybe 91, 92, I had a friend who I had worked with. Uh, We were both working at the bank, and she was interested in pursuing a career in music. And at the time, I had given her, like, a a laundry list of recommendations of exactly what she should do and how she should do it in order to break into a career in music. And she she didn't get around to recording the songs that I told her to remake or trying to mimic the sounds. But I remember at the, at the time, Soul to Soul's album, their second album had dropped. And I, I remember telling her that I felt that they had a stronger sound in their first album and they sort of strayed away from it. But their second, I said, if she, you know, if she get back into that hip-hop groove and put some R&B kind of jazzy lyrics over it, that'll kind of get you right in the vein. And, like, right after I said that, it was Mary J. Blige and Miss Jones and all the uh, singers that just fell right into that vein, and they all just sort of took off, and it was just a whole genre that just sort of blew up, mm-hmm. doing exactly what I kind of just suggested to my friends. Mm-hmm. So I remember also that during that time, I remember thinking, you know, I would love to write um, a novel with a music soundtrack. And this was in 91, 92, but at the time, I didn't know anything about writing a novel, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really you know, a songwriter other than what I had done as a teenager. And those songs as a teenager weren't really recorded or referenced. It was just, you know, words on paper. Mm-hmm. So I had to literally just sort of learn the whole process from the very beginning, just kind of just keep going from there. So um, I just started writing songs from then, and, and one thing led to another, to another, to another. Wow. And so um, now now let me, let me let me just tell the listeners about the inside joke. <laughs> Eartha, <laughs> when did I meet you? Oh, probably 1996. No, it had to be before that, way before Or the 95. I think it was maybe 94, 95. And uh, Eartha has, I probably still has a catalog of songs that, that, she, that she's written. The thing was that she first how would I say how would you say it, Eartha? Well, I hear a full complete melody in my head. At least especially during then, but I had a, a little difficulty in relaying it. Uh, now see that's a very diplomatic way to say it. She had a very she had she had she could not relay the message properly and it was pretty hard. It was a, a friend of mine who actually was my manager at the time uh Joseph Patrick who uh we that's how we all met in that room on 26th street and uh, you know started putting producers writers and everything and uh I used to crack up sometimes because she really like I said she has tenacity and she doesn't quit and she wants you to get her vision and she will 
if when I can't think of any other word, but she will embarrass herself to get that image across, and she does a real good job at it. She really does. <laughs> but but so many songs that uh, she's written, uh, you would give her a, a track, and she would uh, give her music, and she would be able to uh, write to it, and you know, once again, trying to get the melody in there. But she would really do a, a, a good job with uh, relaying the message that she wanted to me- to get across. Now, in terms of Music writing. Who are some of the people that have influenced you? Oh, um, I would say, uh, uh, I would definitely say like uh, Tina Marie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I love songs by Luther, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, that that old soul sound. So right. anyone and everyone in that vein is 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 basically who I'm drawing from. Mm-hmm. And do you usually hear the music when you're writing, or do you just hear melody, or can you do both? Some people can't write unless they have music. Some people the other way around. Wh- which kind of writer are you, or can you do both? I can do both. I can do both. Wow, that's that's, that's good because some people can't. That's that's very good. And what about the? Uh, the book. How, how did the, or, or should I say, is this the first idea for a book that you've had? I know you had the concept, but it, the love changes the concept of this particular book. Is this the first, or did have you had other concepts that are maybe sitting on the shelf? Oh, um, I've had other concepts. Um, actually, love changes is the the second book or the second novel that I had uh, I had written. The first novel. Uh, I had written by, uh, at the time I didn't have a computer, and I was actually doing the writing in the computer lab. And mm. I think I had uh, 135 pages that I, I probably had typed a half an hour at a time. And wow. then one day the monkey virus got me and wow. wiped off the whole book, and I had no notes because everything I was doing was being typed into this one little computer thing, this one little, you know, uh Disc at the uh, mm-hmm. computer lab, so mm-hmm. that book was totally lost, and it would have been the equivalent of what Basketball Wives <laughs> is right, now. Right. But this was back in the early nineties. Right. Wow. Yeah. And, and and the interesting thing, even the, the song itself, and I remember uh, you stating that you wanted that ninety sound. Uh, I don't have any of the material that I did with you that <laughs> really has that late eighties, nineties sound. But this one, uh, it's it's continued to give you that feel and give you that that uh, the essence of that time. What made you want to put this book in that time era? Well, uh, one, I set the, the novel in 1995 partly because um, the music sort of drove the storyline along, and it was the music from that particular time, and it was songs from the 80s and songs from the 90s that were really, really prominent and even referenced in the novel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to, to literally get permission from um, quite a few songwriters, mm-hmm. uh, and, and everyone from um, Curtis Mayfield's camp to um, Mary J. Blige and uh, Sean Puffy Combs and, and Leon Silvers and mm-hmm. the original uh, members, uh, the original member of the group Crystal from from mm-hmm. 1986. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had to literally because I referenced those songs and those song lyrics and they sort of kind of play into, you know, the um, 
the character's uh, mentality, so to speak. You know, now, I have to now, kind of just, mm-hmm. Right. So tell now. Tell us uh, not about the book itself. We're going to get to that in a minute. But the mm-hmm. concept that you have and have had for all these years about the CD along with the book, with the music. I, well, I just had a vision of a, a, a book with a companion music soundtrack that sort of tells the story right along with the book. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the, the songs themselves would mimic what's going on in the storyline, and uh, and it, it 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 took a a lot of years to develop, and then mm-hmm. also to sort of um, balance it and play off of each other, you know, to make sure that each was consistent. The song lyrics sort of match the storyline, and then also the quality of each. You know, it's one it, it, it's difficult enough being a a, a, a songwriter of some quality, and to, to try to match that with being a fiction writer of some quality, it takes a lot of skill building skill building on both ends. So mm-hmm. there was difficulty in just sort of getting to that level on each side. So now will now will the songs that uh, from some of the people that you mentioned, P Diddy, uh, Mary J Blige, will those be songs that will be a part of? That concept, or will there well, be other songs? Well, um, no, these wouldn't ne- wouldn't necessarily be a part of the music soundtrack. But in the the text of the novel, you know, the, the, the character herself will sing Mary J. Blige's "Be Happy," and she'll sing um, "Crystal," same place, same time, and she'll sing "Soul to Soul," uh, "Keep on Moving." So, oh, so, so we would have to actually start looking for screenplay. Maybe at some point, yeah. Yeah, that would be very nice. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to take a break, and we're going to actually play a song that does have to do with love. And uh, this song is by my brother and friend, Dr. Ronnie Song, and it's Melba Moore singing Love Is. Well, I don't think of uh, love as, uh, in this context, as emotional love. I don't think of it as uh, a weak, but I I think of love as something strong and uh, organized itself in power of direct action. That love can make it hard 
beyond one's tribe, race, class, and nation is in reality a call for all embracing unconditional love for all men. This often misunderstood and misinterpreted concept, so readily dismissed by the leeches of the world as a weak and cowardly force, has now become an absolute necessity for the survival of mankind. Uh, on the book. As a matter of fact, one of the reviews she has, it says, uh, 
Eartha Hicks, I mean, Eartha Watts Hicks has written a touching story that captures the bittersweet, often agonizing love between generations. A beautiful first novel. This is by Valerie Wilson Wesley, the author of Playing My Mother's Blues and the Tamara Hale Mystery Series. Um, what What is it like to get such a, a review by uh, such an author or, or many authors that you have gotten such great reviews? How does it feel? Oh, it feels wonderful. It, it really does. It's right. like a it's like a big throw, you know. Mm. I mean, this book yeah. is, and I can be a witness, a ten years in the making. I have heard every single aspect of the changes of the uh, ideas, and even uh, at one point, I got a huge uh, rough copy in a box. <laughs> so let's talk about. How did the idea evolve, or how did it come to you that this was the type of story you were going to write? And then we'll get into exactly what the story is about. Okay. Well, initially, the the, uh, storyline came from the song catalog. So the songs were already written, and as I sort of glanced over the songs, I, I looked and saw that they all told a story, all fell in line and told the story. And I built the chapters around those songs. Mm-hmm. So so that that's how the the story just just came to be, just you know, chapter by chapter, but all centered around and geared around the song. Mhm. So so now tell us what the book is about. Tell us the exa- you know, what is it really about? The book is about uh, a 25-year-old who's in a 10-year relationship and she's really eager to get married. And at the same time, she has a baby. And uh, there there are differences in, in views, uh, religious views, so to speak, because the, the child's father is an atheist and the main character herself was, was raised in a church. So so she's gone back and forth, one, trying to get the father of her child to marry her, and then at the same time she has a male best friend who happens to be very flirtatious. Mm. Wow. So why not read, do you have, uh, uh, I know you do, to read a couple of uh, pages of this book. Okay. Give us a little insight of it. Okay. Starts off in 1995. Mommy never minced words. Instead of saying hello, she stood on my welcome mat greeting me with an insult. You don't look good. You're not getting enough sleep. Sleep. What was that? I had 15 weeks off of maternity leave with no vacation. I spent the entire time nursing, changing diapers, grocery shopping, cooking, cleaning, doing laundry, and running back and forth to doctor's appointments, not to mention dealing with Spider. If Tebow wasn't crying, Spider was calling. They tag-teamed me. I opened my apartment door all the way, yawning. I haven't slept since March. Mommy waved her finger in my face. Talk to your boyfriend. He helped make the baby. You should help take care of him. Seeing Tebow strapped me in a harness carrier all ready to go, she asked. Are you going out or just getting in? I was actually on my way to the laundromat, which is only empty on Tuesday night. Last wash is at 7. So I looked her straight in the eye and said, just getting in. Half the time she left me no choice but to lie or argue. And since I didn't have time to argue, I urged myself, focus, keep my answers short and sweet, don't volunteer information. Whatever I do, don't mention anything about having keys to Dr. Snyder's brownstone. Mommy breezed by me. 
Her hairstyle was different. Bangs, stopped at a scab, the back tapered. A pixie cut. Judging by the curl and iron burn, she was probably at the salon this past Saturday, but her curls were still crisp. Mommy always did know how to sleep pretty. She wore the same red raspberry shade on her lips and nails. A pencil skirt and pantyhose showed off the long, curvy legs. The white tailored suit was spotless. Her snakeskin heels made quiet steps into the living room, but the keys to the new Volvo rattled until she stuffed them inside the Louis Vuitton hanging off her arm. She then felt my chaise rubbing the fabric as if to determine whether or not the pattern was printed on. The upholstery was ivory chiffon, the blue carnations woven. This one is a little busy. I then pointed to the adjacent camelback sofa, solid ivory, but that one adds balance. Mommy dusted off her hands, staring at the silver mirror covering the wall over the love seat. The scroll and leaf detail was intricate. The antique frame was gleaming. When I bought it, it was all black. The polishing cloth couldn't get into the crevices, but I remembered how my nana used to clean her silver in the sink with salt, baking soda, and aluminum foil. So I lugged the mirror to my bathtub. After soaking one side at a time, there wasn't a speck of tarnish. Mommy grunted and turned. The bachelor's chest wasn't a coffee table, but it was a cute substitute. On it, I had my stack of modern bride magazines all spread out, and on opposite ends of the decanter and fluted vase were both cobalt blue. The one closest to you is Macasa. The taller, the taller one is Lennox. Hallmarks are etched on the bottom. Now, I was beaming, not because of the brand names, but because of the way I used color to draw eyes to the center of the room. I tried to find matching material for silk pillows, but the match I found was expensive silk. At Goodwill, I found curtain panels that I cut into squares and stuff, costing me next to nothing. Beige linen pales in comparison, but it worked out better that only the crystal was this bold blue. That pop of color was actually the effect I wanted. Mommy gravitated in that direction. Then, as if changing her mind, she drifted back to my bistro table, first drumming her fingernails on its glass and then tugging on the edge so hard the bowl of lemons on it slid around. Three wrought iron chairs with heart-shaped backs surrounded my little round table. She looked down and then back at the wall. The periwinkle paint matched the cushions perfectly. I took a swatch of the sears. They mixed the can while I waited. Watching her tip one of the chairs back, I admitted, I covered the seats myself with a power stapler. Would you like something to drink? No comment. She was ignoring me. Oh, well. Anyway, there wasn't much more. To the left, the arch and 12 linoleum tiles marked off my stove, sink, refrigerator, and 10 inches of counter space. It's the smallest kitchen ever. And down the hall, my bedroom was so tight that we barely had enough walk space between our king-size bed and the dresser. This was the Bronx, not Hoboken, and my two-and-a-half rooms on 167th Street were nothing compared to Mommy's condo. In fact, this whole apartment could probably fit in the backseat of her Volvo, but it was finally furnished and had done it myself, even if these were thrift store finds. Now, I knew Mommy was scrutinizing because she's a buyer for a furniture chain. She used to design showrooms, so I was hoping she'd comment on the, on the decor. But she zipped her purse by the padlock and sat it in a chair. She didn't utter a word. Her face contorted. I twisted my own face following her favorite fragrance, poison. And I'll stop there. <laughs> you, you had me you had me really listening to the story I was getting hyped But I have a book I have my own copy I'm going to definitely start reading this thing again uh, Let me ask you something Is there any uh, Is there any Are there any Are the characters based on anyone In real life so to speak Well 
I sort of Frankenstein the characters as in their bits and pieces of everyone and everything, including myself. So they're mm-hmm. bits and pieces of me and every character and bits and pieces of everyone and every character. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's just building the character I built from what was familiar. But to say that any one character was any one person, I couldn't mm-hmm. say that because pieces came from everywhere. Right, right, right. So uh, what's next for you? Uh, next it would be uh, I'm working on actually a sequel to Love Changes, which is Chocolate Love, and I'm, I'm probably about ten chapters in. Uh-huh. And I'm also working on a third novel, which is called Funny Bone. Funny Bone. So we're talking about twenty years. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it took me ten years to figure out how to finish the first one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Do you think do you think that that the ten years that you spent and the like I said the never say die attitude that you have had and you've always had uh, with this book or with anything that that we have talked about that I knew you were involved with. Do you think that that has really taught you a lot? Um, I, I would say so. I would say mm-hmm. so because I know just with um with love changes itself, it took me like five years just to track six years just to track down the licensing on it to get everyone's permission because it was like uh like thirteen writers that I had to get permission from and to mm-hmm. track them all down from different parts of the world that 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 took a lot of um a lot of diligence so wow, well, we're gonna take one break, another break, and then we'll be back uh to uh speak a little bit more uh with my friend Eartha Watts Hicks, and uh, we'll be right back after this.
right here on the Keys 107 Network at blogtalkradio.com. We are on the Keys 107 Network at blogtalkradio.com, listening to the people, and right now we are listening to Eartha Watts Hicks, author, and also publisher, because this is a self-publishing book, am I correct? Yes, yes, I'm publishing it myself. And what is that process like? Oh, okay, uh, that process is uh, very detailed in so far as just learning everything from layout to cover design to, you know, typesetting and it, it was a pro- I had to literally learn all the components of what it is to put a book together and to make it look comparable to something that you would see in a Barnes and Noble, you know, bookstore or at the time Borders. So just making sure that the quality was intact was just a, a study in and of itself of just a whole another something. So that was it took a lot of focus just to do that or even try. And where, and where, where can we uh, find the book? Okay, um, the book can be ordered through my website, uh, com, and it should be available on Amazon.com, I was saying, about a month. Wow, that's 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 really great. Um, uh, while we got a few minutes left, and I want to ask you, because uh, we always try uh, throughout the um, the interview with the information that you give to really encourage those that may be in the same kind of field or looking to be in that kind of field, what would you, what can you in the next five minutes tell those that are young, uh, that are middle-aged, that are a little older, that still want to uh, pursue their dream to be an author, a writer, and or a publisher? I would say, number one, connect with other writers and learn, uh, learn the craft itself, whether it be from a book, from a workshop, going to the library, uh, listening to a book on tape, however it is that you can condition yourself to improve, make sure you condition yourself to improve and you network with other writers and other aspiring writers because you motivate and encourage each other. And also, in addition to, uh, I would also suggest the um, Artist Way by Julia Cameron, which is a, um, it's sort of like a, 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 a journey of creativity and just helping you to focus and, and to be true to, to your craft as well. So those are my oh, that's great. And so everything that we want to know about Love Changes, uh, what Eartha is doing, you can go again to www.eartha.tone.com and um, there is a email info at eartha.tone.com and you can ask her what you will. And I do see one uh, question mark up. Let's see. The area code is 219. Do you have a question or comment for our guest? Uh, 219? Area code? I guess that's no. Maybe they're just listening and just press the button, but that's okay. Um, Eartha, Thank you very much yes. for being on oh, the show welcome. today. Uh, come back anytime, especially when you have that other book or the idea ready for us to listen to. I'm looking forward to it, and I know I will be in contact with you to find out what's happening with it. All righty. Thank you very and much. Thank you so much. You're very uh, welcome. No problem. 
That's Eartha Watts Hicks. Again, you can catch the book, Love Changes. Just go to www.earthatone.com, and she will be happy to, I'm sure, answer any questions or give you any, any advice that she can definitely give you. Up next is our guest, Trevor G., and before we bring him on, we're going to play one of his songs. In fact, this is, I believe, the single that he has out or will be coming out right now. This is called Yahweh the Way, and this is Trevor G. Introduce to you 
a musician who is passionate about the Most High and passionate about what he does. I want to introduce you to my good brother here, Brother Trevor G. How are you doing? Shalom alaikum. I'm good, man. Hey, how's everything? How's the weather? Weather is cool, warm here down in Trinidad and Tobago, West Indies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Before before we begin, I just want to uh, promise this brother that he can come and ask the question. Eartha, I know she's probably still listening, so uh, he can ask the question. Uh, woo, brother, 219? Yes, Anthony King here speaking. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? You can ask the question, right. and you can also go to her website also and then uh, uh, send an email to her as well. Okay, I would need the uh, the website and the email address, but I wanted to ask her. Um, I heard her mention all the things that she went through in order to produce her book. I wanted to know, was it necessary to be multifaceted in that capacity in order to actually put a book out, or is that something that you can leave to um, other agencies to do? Can it is it possible to just actually write the manuscript and and let it be just a a, a literal um, contribution instead of all of those different aspects of of the production? Good question, and I'm sure uh, her website is earthatone.com. www.earthatone.com, and um, the email is info at earthatone. Dot com and and that is a, a a good question. If you want, you can stay on the line and and maybe we can still have an answer to that even when we speak to Brother Trevor. Because Brother, you are a producer as well, aren't you? Hello, Brother Trevor. You are a producer and a yes. writer as well, as well as an artist. Am I correct? Yes, songwriter, composer, producer, sound engineer. Well, how how did it start for you? How did you begin in, I guess, music as a whole? I think um, I began from since in like elementary school days, um, not even thinking about music, just being a poetic, you know, writing those poems, you know, to the girls and all those kind of ones. You know? Uh-huh. And, um, into the nursery rhymes and making over nursery rhymes in our own way and you know that kind of fun fun stuff. Uh, how did it move from that to actually, you know, getting whole songs together? I mean, like you know, getting the concept of songs. Did you go to school? Did you, uh, or did you just learn by people that were around you? Oh, I think I learned a lot from by really listening and developing an ear for. Um, Hearing songs and hearing lyrics and hearing other people put things together and like um how to put it copying first of all like mm-hmm. you know, and like copy it over with putting your own words and stuff and then more like in the teenagers and things mm-hmm. and um, recreating other person's song and and you know like boxing and picking up your body and all those sort of things and creating mm-hmm. your own words and things like that. Did you did you did you always feel like you would want to do uh music uh full time or 
uh, as often as you as you have been doing it over the last few years? about your music what what type of music what kind of music we know you're from Trinidad Tobago uh, and more than likely you know I know most people are going to say that's Calypso what is your music uh, like <laughs> let's hear it from you I sometimes doesn't know how to put it in a in a particular category but some people say it sounds like a rap so um um but most of the times I do it from a more Caribbean point of view. Mm-hmm. So, so the actual instrumentation most times would, for me personally, if I'm doing my own um, vocals, it may come across in like a reggae, uh, talipso, soca, um, rapso type, type beat, mm-hmm. right? Also do mm-hmm. I, I write music and other people sing too. So mm-hmm. it might come across Soul, R and B, slow, praise, worship. Mm-hmm. There's no end or no particular feature could really put it in in one one sense, but I do have a variety of, of music and, and writing. Mm-hmm. Well let's let's listen to another song by Brother Trevor G. Uh we just listened to uh Yahweh the Way, uh which is I believe that's your single right now. Uh, that has been released last year. Uh-huh. And I, it's a more popular one among, you know, among the Israelites and among the sheep. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, you know, fallen. Right. Okay, so now the next song is, looks like we're talking about love today. We had love changes. Now we're going to talk about One Love, which is uh, another All track right. from, from my brother Trevor G. This is One Love. Trevor G on the mic again to the rabbi, yeah, my best friend. To all my true supporters, contributors, and prayer intercessors. Love, I People everywhere. What this will need. I have a from heaven. One love to all my friends and them. One love to all my family. My people over the world. One love. One love. One love to all my friends and them. One love to all my family. My people over the world. People say that they love my song. Yeah, for real. Tell me they really loving the vibe. Vibe, vibe, vibe. Say they can't wait for Trevor G to come on. To leave them in stitches or make them cry. One thing they say, I keep it real. Open scriptures, give them a decent meal. Spiritual energy, make them feel refreshed like tea made with orange peel. Never sing slackness, no way. Never promote badness, no way. No racial prejudice, no way. Love is the answer, love is the way One love to all my friends and them One love to all my family One love my people over the world One love, one love, one love All of my Rasta friends One love the kingdom family One love Nazarenes over the world One love, one love, one love Leaders of this world don't have the answer Can't find the solution Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness are true, 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 true The heart of mankind ain't any better So Thousands of years and every day mercy is new, 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 new. So shake up yourself if you know what I mean. Let your body respond cause the vibe is clean. Negative spirits they can't compete like they want to see me turn green. Show some kindness today. Show compassion here. So 
the creator Love is the answer, love is the way One love to all my friends and them One love to all my family One love my people over the world One love, one love, one love To all my Christian friends One love Israelite family Muslims over the world One love not my own, I'm just a minister. A good steward of the word is humbly delivering this message to you. To you. Be grateful for the part that it took to make you stronger. Yeah. Revelation, knowledge of how all I'm coming true. Coming true. Never sing slackness. Never promote badness. Glory shall spread you this. Wait, 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 wait. Tell me how this song came about, because we 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 going to let this play again. Hold on. Watching on the mic again, to the rabbi, yeah, my best friend, to all of my true supporters, contributors, and prayer intercessors. People everywhere, what this world need, from heaven to earth. What love to all my friends and them, to all of my family, Say that they love my song Yeah, for real Tell me they really loving the vibe Vibe, vibe, vibe Say they can't wait for Trevor G to come on To leave them in stitches or make them cry One thing they say, I keep it real Open scriptures, give them a decent meal Spiritual energy, make them feel refreshed Like tea made with orange peel Never sing slackness, no way Never promote badness, no way No racial prejudice, no way Love is the answer, love is the way one love to all my friends and them. One love to all my family. One love my people over the world. One love, one love, one love. All of my Rasta friends. One love the kingdom family. One love Nazarenes over the world. One love, one love, one love. Leaders of this world don't have the answer. Can't find the solution. Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness are true, 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 true. The heart of mankind ain't any better. So, thousands of years and everyday mercy is new, 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 new. So shake up yourself if you know what I mean. Let your body respond cause the vibe is clean. Negative spirits, they can't compete like they want to see me turn green. Show some kindness today. Show compassion today. Serve the creator today. Love is the answer. Love is the way. One love to all my friends and them. One love to all my family. One love my people over the world. One love. All my Christian friends, one love, Israelite family, one love, Muslims over the world, one love, one love, one love. This music is not my own, I'm just a minister, a good steward of the word, humbly delivering this message to you. Now that's that one love. Th- tell me how that song really came about, because there's some deep things that you're saying in there, and you know, not everybody would necessarily agree with the stuff you're saying, and you know who I'm talking about, the type of people who we're talking about. Tell me how you came with that song, because I'm ready to play this from the beginning again, but you go ahead. All right. I'm supposed to begin the sound started with the soundtrack, mm. or with the rhythm, the rhythm, as you say, and the, the rhythm was produced by Ronald Salandi out in Princess Town, Trinidad. Mm-hmm. He produced the produce the um the music the beat right mm-hmm. so one one night I was home here my room here on the internet and boom he sent this this this, this track for me 
Joe, you told me that whole um, this is a new rhythm you have out and you want some people to write their songs on it, you know, write the rhythm as we say. Mm-hmm. And um, to tell you the truth, is like that same night, all the words actually came to me. Mm. Now, when yeah. you write, when you write, because as a writer, I know how I write, but when you write, does how how do you come up with concepts? Is it something that just hits you when you hear the music? Or is it something that you have to really work on to try to match it to the music? Well, most times I would write an inspiration. I mm. would not, I would hardly sit down and say I'm going to write a song today. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it, it, it comes at different places, at different moments in life. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, all the words may come one time, and I would write the whole song one time. Sometimes mm-hmm. I would write a chorus today, and next 10 years I might finish the song. <laughs> it all depends, mm-hmm. it all depends. Mm-hmm. But I really would write an inspiration, and I really would not say I'm going to sit down and write a song now. It will all just come, you know, in different ways. But this particular mm-hmm. one, One Love, um, of course, One Love in Hebrew is a Havad, a Kad. Right. And um, the concept actually came when I heard the beat was to sing a song that would sound like if it was made for the beat. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. And most of, the, most of the time when people give me soundtracks to write to sing on, I would try to get a song that would sound like if it, it just can't take the song away from the beat. It's right, right. Much right, right. Again, you know? And um, the concept of love came to me because even right now when I look and, you know, even though it's a life community and, 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 and look at the world and look at everything what's happening around, I see a lot of lack of love. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear a lot of talk of love, but I hardly see the demonstration of it. And um, it took me to the scriptures actually to put together some of the words, mm-hmm. you know. And um, mm-hmm. even in the intro, it, it, it says, um, um, it, it, it gives some Hebrew words there. Right. It's all about, yeah, it's all about recognizing who is love. Actually, mm-hmm. love is really not a best word to describe even mm-hmm. what we read in the scripture when, when we see that, yeah, it's love, you know, I mean, love is English. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> love is mm-hmm. an English word, it really can't compare. Absolutely. But, yeah, so, Ava really. Hebrew word that we would translate as love and um, the concept of it came in recognizing who is the original one that created this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, where this expression of love is supposed to go, it's supposed to go across religious mm-hmm. barriers, across barriers, across concepts of mankind, across political barriers. Everyone mm-hmm. is to recognize what love is.
love is an emotion and it's also an action. You know, love means what love does. So all of this, you know, is not, uh, as you were saying, you know, we uh, we get the concept of where love comes from. We get the concept of where uh, or who is loved, meaning the most high, but then sometimes we have a problem in translating that to our fellow man. And, and I really like that song. In fact, hold on a second. I, this is how love is the way. One love to all my friends and them. One love to all my family. One love my people over the world. One love. One love. All of my Rasta friends, one love, the kingdom family, one love, Nazarene over the world, one love, one love, one love. Leaders of this world don't have the answer. Beautiful song, beautiful song. Well, we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be back with my brother Trevor G to talk more about his project, his songs, and uh, his message. We'll be right back after this. Rafika Consultants and Services, LLC, is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories, and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Brothers and sisters, I am holding in my hand a book, a children's book, as a matter of fact. Yes, I do read children's books. And this book is entitled The Fluffs Present the Alphabet. And uh, it's written by Rafika Soares. And I want you all to go to thefluffsfamily.com and check out the whole concept of the Fluffs family and get this book to read to your children, to have them uh, have another tool so that they can learn the alphabet. It is a very good book. I have read it. I mean when I read it, I have read it. I have been spending time with the Fluff family, and they are a an interesting crew of individuals or of story individuals, we should say. But it is a good book. Sometimes we don't know what uh, to do with our children to give them 
uh, some morality or some morals. You know, everyone is working. Everybody is trying to make ends meet. And I think with people that are making uh, books and making children's books that will help us to keep them busy and to keep them reading because, you know, you know, reading is fundamental. You know, it's not my saying I stole it, but it is still true. And we so go to thefluffffamily.com and check out the Fluff family. Tell them Moray said, Moray sent you, and I'm sure they would tell you, oh, that dude from the studio, but, you know, no, they won't say that. But anyway, go to thefluffffamily.com and, and purchase the book and read it to your children and have have some uh, good, wholesome things that your, your children can definitely be a part of and, and to learn uh, some good moral values as well. If you want to talk to any of our guests and talk to me, mention something, say something, you can call 213-943-3618. That's 213-943-3618. And if you want to speak, you can press the number one if you want to listen. All you got to do is open your ears. So we are here with my brother, Trevor uh, Trevor G. from Trinidad and Tobago. My brother, let me ask you something. When you, yeah. uh, when you, when, well, let, let's first ask you about your project. What is the current project that you are now uh, working on? Right now I'm working on the project of um, with various artists, um, mm-hmm. various artists, entitled Run the Rhythm Lesson 2. Mm-hmm. Right, so this is a, more like a compilation uh, album or video production mm-hmm. featuring myself and a few other artists who have done some songs that um from my production especially mm-hmm. and um and there's some other songs actually it's from songs from the messianic reggae rhythm that I produced mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. there was about eight or nine different artists who did songs on that rhythm so they are featured on the and then there's some other songs that I did on other other rhythms. Mm-hmm. So it's actually what fourteen tracks that um, production and um we just about almost finishing the the um packaging and printing and stuff and things. So it'll be out like next week or so. So right? so it, it, it's then, one um, of the yeah. it's one of the songs uh No One Above Yes. Okay, well that's the song no, we're gonna no listen to. No Right, no one above you is by Yannick O'Neill out there in right. USA. All right, well, let's listen to No One Above. to walk in your truth, delight myself in you, draw close to you, oh yeah, I love you, oh yeah, no one above you, oh yeah, wait, no 
who greatly delights in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness enjoys forever. Life, life is in the darkness for the upright. Such a person is gracious, compassionate, and Love, 
Yeah, that, yeah. I'm going to be playing that forever now. Both of them were hot. I mean, just a great, great sound, great vibe, and, of course, a great message. Great. Thank you. Well, I guess he needs to say thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shalom. You know, when you have, when you do have good, uh, a, a good production, meaning quality uh, music, and I don't think there's any way that, uh, I know my brother J.R. Strong was talking about on his show earlier, you cannot have, there's nothing like uh, real musicians or people that really know how to play, because you can't fake the funk on Calypso music. Either it's there or either it's there or it's not. And uh, you know, I just wanna say that, that again, I listen to music almost every day and of course I produce it as well. And and you know, I, I really like the feel and the vibe and of course, you know, I go with the message as well and, and we need a positive message message. Not a religious message, but a positive message and your songs definitely have that vibe and have that feel to it. Is there anything else, my sister, that you want to say or comment on? Oh, no, I just wanted to say the show was great. I really enjoyed it. This is my first time tuning in, so it was, it was awesome. And, again, to Trevor, your music is really good. Um, I just want to encourage you to just keep it up because, again, we need that type of message out there. So thank you. You're very welcome. And please. Don't let this be your last time uh, call, uh, calling or being on, on the show or listening to the show. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbor. Tell your mother. Tell your father. Tell your sister. Tell everybody. Not only to listen to listen to the music. Listen to the music. Oh, maybe that's a new show. Oh, not. <laughs> don't only have them listen to the people broadcast, but have them come and listen at the Keys 107 on Block Talk Radio and listen to all the shows. And I'm sure they will find a lot of other shows that will uh, definitely give them a good positive message and keep them uh, in a positive frame of mind. Right now, we're going to listen to another song by Trevor G. This song is entitled The Scriptures, another one of my favorites, and we'll be right back after this song. For a good reason, we don't bother with the season. We do this for a reason. Really don't care about them season. Come to tell them what is the reason. Bring this scripture in every season. By the mouth of his word, everything was done. Right. He is Ikad, yes, he is one. But hear what happened to man, coming in the long run. Uh-huh. Like he lost his marbles and started to worship his son. Him rather than his mother, pagan invasion. Just like Melchizedek, order we say fire burn him. Fire across chapter 20, fire and fire I will destroy your high places and fuck down your sun pillars. Fire and cast your carcasses upon the carcasses of your idols. And my soul fire shall come home. Bring this scripture in every season. This scripture we for a reason. This scripture. Of the nation, 
nation Be not dismayed at the signs of heaven In vain they continue with Babylon customs One, two, three cutters and blind worldly The axe is laid and the heat is on Hebrew rooted hallelujah for wisdom Silver and gold spraying like a water gun They say when you're in Rome dance like a Roman But I don't bother with season I'm doing this for a reason Really don't care about them season Doing this for a good reason We don't bother with the season We doing this for a reason Really don't care about them season Come to tell them what is the reason Bring the scripture Bring it in every season the scripture That is the scriptures by my brother, Trevor G. I think y'all heard me just laugh a few minutes ago because of some of the lyrics that I heard. There, That was deep. Oh, that was deep. Some people probably don't even know what you're talking about. But let's get to the name, The Soul Hustler. How did you t- take that name or tag that name or decide to use that name for yourself? All right. You know, it's amazing how things stuck on you, you know? Mm. Like you're walking in the streets and like dust from nowhere just come and fly and stick on you. This, this, this name for this title of school was like, I don't know if it's by accident or, or what. There's another brother in Trinidad here called Che Reed. We grew up mm. together from school days you know, even into different aspects of the faith together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, we were working on this song a number of years ago. Actually, it was from a rhythm from another brother in Trinidad who was talking. He had a rhythm and we did a song. And while we were writing the song, we were getting a theme for the song. And then the name of the song ended up becoming Soul Hustler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, that's where it started, actually. And the whole message of this song was about hustling souls and, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, the name, the name matches the music. It matches the message. It really it really does because, you know, we know Calypso music, it gets into your soul anyway, along with reggae music and everything else. And then, you know, hey, how, how, how they say it, you done know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think. Actually, uh-huh. Yeah. After we 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 did, after we did that song, the name kind of I was kind of like inspired to keep that name for myself actually, mm-hmm. and um, I later on went on to do a production called Soul Hustlers. Right. Actually, the name of the, name of the CD was Shabaji and the Righteous uh-huh. Rebels Youth Group and Ministry Soul uh-huh. Hustlers. So Soul right, Hustlers right. was the name of that album, mm-hmm. and then. There's a lot of elements with that name Soul Hustler because we didn't just come up with that name too. There's a lot of elements where soul in the sense of the life of what we do, in the sense of the elements of the music that we do, whether if it be rap, whether if it be Caribbean or what. And then the hustling part is like a common word that you would, over the last few years, you would hear everybody talking about hustling, hustling, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we were looking at it from a positive view. We were looking at it. Hustling in the sense of 
reaching out and, and redeeming the hearts of men, you know, unto salvation. understand that 
what they're really doing with that gift is really useless. So I want to encourage people with the gift that they have to continue, but also to press higher. Mm-hmm. And higher purpose for this gift that they have in the right way, you know, in the heart. So, you know, whatever, there's always a greater purpose than just, you know, material gain. You know, mm-hmm. Sometimes just to hear a person say that, um, but this music really bless you, this music really, the words and this music cause you to make a certain decision in your life or cause them to adjust things within their, 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 their spirit, within their walk, because when they speak, and you may put a speak when they speak, or when people speak in music, you don't fall asleep. <laughs> mm. You know, so, 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 it's a vehicle too, to really right. take a message to the hearts of people. Right, and we, we, we really do, those that are artists and writers and producers, we really have a wonderful tool right now in music to be able uh, to reach people and, and get that message of, of positivity, of righteousness, of the love of the Most High, you know, into them. And I just want to thank you again for uh, being a part of the broadcast. We are going to definitely talk, maybe get some stuff with Hebrew Soul Global Media out here in America and get things all across the world of this message that you have. And brothers and sisters, again, if you want to listen to more of his music, you can go to ReverbNation.com, Trevor, a.k.a. The Soul Hustler, and you will hear some other music uh, that is definitely going to feed your soul. You can listen to this program or tell your friends to listen to this program by coming back to the Keys 107 Network and um, going into the archives. But guess what? Just don't listen to listening to the people. Listen to the other broadcasts that we have in the archives and listen to the other broadcasts that we have going on. And if you want to know what we got going on, you can go to uh, the Keys 107 Network Dot com. That's the Keys107Network.com. I want to thank you again for being a part of the program. Next week we're going to have a different kind of format and a couple more people that are going to be bringing us the news of the day, the news of the evening, news of the month, and uh, it's going to be a good time for all of us. And once again, I want to thank you for being a part of the broadcast, and may the love of the Most High be with you always. And he cried with a great voice, Babylon the Great has fallen, has fallen, and has become a habitation for devils, and a prison for all unclean and hateful spirits. The system, the system, the system, the system, burn down Babylon system. The system, the system, the system, the system, burn down Babylon system.